The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. When I found out... Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Eden Fantasies. Rediscover sex and visit www.edenfantasies.com. Good afternoon. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored, no holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Squishy, wet, juicy, squirting, awesome sex with Jaya. How about you, D-Love? Let's make a mess today. <laughs> I know how you're a little squeamish about messes, D-Love. You know, what's that? You're a little squeamish about messes. Yeah, it's always the squeamishness before the event, and then when things get messy, I'm all down for it. <laughs> so today we have something a little bit different. I'm asking women who ejaculate to call in and share their experiences. So if you're one of those women, I want to hear from you today. You can Twitter me at Jaya, N-W-S-E, or send me an email, Jaya at MissJaya.com, and that's Jaya, J-A-I-Y-A, or you can call into the show, 866-472-5788. I really want to hear from you. Any woman who's ejaculating, I want to hear your story. I want to hear all about how you did it, how you found your G-spot, you know, that illustrious G-spot that researchers are now saying may not exist. What's this? Uh, we'll talk about that more. Uh, you know, you know, D-Love, I'm getting really addicted to reading Sexes Magazine. That's a good thing. Yeah. Sure Today I was looking up um, articles on female ejaculation, mm-hmm. and I found one that interviewed Tiana Lynn. She's a porn star. Yes. And I guess she specializes in squirting. And what did you but, find out? Go ahead. What did you find out? Well, well, it was interesting because she was talking about how she was actually embarrassed about ejaculating uh, because guys, you know, were kind of freaked out about it, and she left a big, giant, wet spot on the bed, and, mm-hmm. you know, you guys sometimes can get freaked out by our orgasms. Yeah, true, true. Women, when they orgasm, it's really powerful. And it's uh, not expected, I mean, it's not the most expected thing. Right, because some people don't even know about it. But that's why we're doing the show that we're doing today. Right. Break the myth. So one of the things I love about the article is that it helps to really normalize, you know, what was and and still is considered sort of like a circus act. You know, I think it used to be where it was just like, oh, these are weird people who do weird things in porno movies or it's faked or any of that kind of stuff. But in the article, they really go into, you know, some of the anatomy and just what exactly is squirting and that it, that it is a normal thing and it is something that's real. It isn't pee and, uh, you know, we'll talk about all that. But 
that's why I'm doing this show, because female ejaculation is normal and every woman can do it. Uh, you can learn to do it. Some people it comes naturally, but you can also learn. I was one of those people who learned. But you can check out the article at sexismagazine.com. And I just found out that the article actually, that not the article, but the magazine um, is now in, available in print. And that's awesome. really, really exciting because it's a really awesome thing. And I really encourage people to check it out because there's just so much information that you can get um, about sex. And it's very sex positive. So anyway, um, I'm going on about ejaculation now because it is real. And it is for real women, like not just porn stars. And so is the G-spot, I have to say. This article, this research came out from the UK. That It was a study they did with twins where they asked them about their G-spots. And sort of like they deducted that if one twin didn't have a G-spot, then there must not be a G-spot that's sort of in our heads. Yeah. But, um, Yeah. So today, I really want women who have found their G-spot, they know they have a G-spot, and they can ejaculate to come forward, help me to tell the world how we love these types of orgasms, how we love to squirt. You're also talking about the G-spot being the urethral sponge. Right. Um, in, you know, I, I'm such an anatomy geek when it comes to these things. So um, the urethral sponge is the G-spot. It surrounds the urethra. And I, I was recently listening to Playboy Radio, and they had Deborah Sundahl on, and she was talking about how the G-spot has a head, a body, and a tail. And in my felt experience of my body, that's exactly what I feel. The urethral opening is the head, the body of the urethral sponge, where the, the most concentration of prosthetic tissue, they, they sort of say that there's a prostate gland there. And then in the back, what I call the A-spot or the anterior fornix, is where the tail would be. And that, that just made a lot of sense to me. So I also want to invite, we have on the line uh, an amazing woman who also shares this in common with the women we're talking to today. And we've had her on the show before, Victoria from EdenFantasies.com. And as usual, they're offering our listeners 25% off by using coupon code SQUIRT for the week. I love it. <laughs> Victoria, hello. Hi, Jaya. How are you? Hi, D-Love. Hello. <laughs> So before we get into all the great G-Spot products you you guys have, and there's so much exciting stuff happening, and I think there's just so much more awareness around female ejaculation in the G-Spot that people are actually creating products specifically for it and for our bodies. But I have a question for you. Um, have you always been an ejaculator, or was it something that you learned? I have not always been an ejaculator, actually. Um, it's... It didn't just take time. It took my body changing, I think. I've definitely been able to have much more profound and um, undeniable G-spot orgasms in my 30s. And it's the weirdest thing. I actually talked about this openly on the forums at Eden Fantasies, and other women said the same thing. And I don't know if there's science to back this up, but I've noticed as I've gotten older that my orgasms are much stronger. I can actually feel the contractions in my crura much deeper and I noticed the difference between a simple clitoral orgasm or an orgasm where I'm applying pressure and direct stimulation to my G-spot. It's a totally different orgasm. And the squirting is something that I always felt like I, after I came, I had, you know, it was much more lubricated, but it wasn't a gushing, but now it is definitely undeniably ejaculation. <laughs> it's, it's gushing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. 
And so I'm asking every woman who calls in today, how do you know if you have a G-spot? I'm doing my own research. Well, I mean, I can feel mine just by using my fingers, obviously. And yes, it is the urethral sponge, but it's sensitive and it's textured and it feels different to me than the, the inside walls of my vagina and other spots. And when I apply pressure specifically to the G-spot, it's a whole different feeling. And it definitely enhances uh, my orgasm. And it, there's a certain way that I move my body when I'm getting close that kind of takes me over the top. And I'm definitely having a dual orgasm. It's clitoral and G-spot. And I know how to make this happen with my body. It's something I had to learn. But it's, like I said, again, it's undeniable. I feel it. I feel the contractions. I feel how deep they are. And, and it's very localized. It starts out right there. It hardens and then kind of releases and I can feel the contractions. And I'm super sensitive and tender, specifically, you know, on my G-spot inside where I need a break. So I, I believe it's there. I know it's there. I mean, the proof is in the orgasm. Awesome. The proof is in the orgasm. I like that. That's a good little sound bite. <laughs> um, so did you, when you learned, did you use toys? Were you using like G-spot stimulators or were you mostly using manual stimulation? Oh, toys. I actually couldn't, I could not give myself a G-spot orgasm or make myself squirt with my fingers, but everybody's different. And I right. think I'm really tall and I think having a long torso, it makes it hard for me to reach. I can reach my clit with my fingers, but I can't really use my fingers very well inside myself. And so using toys that were specifically and thoughtfully designed to apply pressure to the G-spot to really stimulate it worked for me like really well. And I definitely think, you know, just penis and vagina intercourse wasn't doing it. It would get me worked up. It would prime the pump, but it wasn't making me have those G-spot orgasms the same way that toys do. So, I, yeah, I definitely found through trial and error and then trying different toys and trying different methods. And it's much easier for me if I lay flat on my back. And then when I get close, I put my legs together and I kind of tense up a little to kind of push it out. It's a weird, it's hard to explain, but it works. And these are all things that kind of experimenting and being open-minded, not being embarrassed, not being self-conscious, that's what got me there. Awesome. So um, what were some of the toys you were using or some you would recommend? I know I saw an amazing toy at the AVN convention a couple of weeks ago by Jeju. I know which one you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the GT by Jeju. I know, I know, I know. I, I knew this toy was coming since June. And I was so excited about it. And I was like, how soon, how soon? Like, a, you know, a little kid. Like, when is it going to be available, you know? And so I was really excited because I got to see a prototype of it over the summer. And it just came out a couple weeks ago. And um, it's the best way to describe it is like double jointed. It has two different hinges. Um, so it's a dildo and in, in the shape of a dildo, but it vibrates. And you can actually bend the middle and then the tip so it becomes a dual stimulator. You can actually use it internally to stimulate the G-spot while the tip stimulates the clitoris. It's amazing, and it locks. Both of those hinges have three different um, ways that it can be positioned, so you can lock it into a variety of different positions. You know, it's it's wonderful. It you can bend it into anatomy. a full J. Right, so it can look like a J. It can look like kind of a slightly curved, just straight toy or anywhere in between, a kind of a, a soft C to a full C. It's amazing. 
and it's really, really powerful. It's waterproof. It's rechargeable. It's silicone. It's the, the levels of vibration are very strong, and it has really intense, rumbly, like wonderful stimulation modes. There's five different modes that are different patterns. So it's, I love it. I love it. Love it. And one of the so things I really like effective. to do with like a G-spot stimulator is I like to stimulate internally the G-spot and then take the toy out and rub the head of it on my urethral opening or what, what I'm calling or Deborah Sundell calls the head of the G-spot. And um, that really helps me to ejaculate when I have that ure- external urethral stimulation. So the, one of the things I liked about this is it sort of has a flat, a little bit of a flat head at the top. So when I rub on the urethra, that really helps with the ejaculation. Mm-hmm. And then and it also helps because, like, you can continue to stimulate yourself inside as well. You don't have to choose between the two because you can right. have them both at the same time. So it was. I like very- it. A very innovative toy, and I think it got everybody very excited because this is one of the first dual stimulators that really, really does think specifically about G-spot stimulation, and and that's why the the play on words G-key because it's the key to your G-spot. So mm. yeah, we're really liking the G-key. <laughs> so today we're talking about female ejaculation. I've got Victoria from EdenFantasies.com on the line, and they're offering our listeners. 25% off by using coupon code SQUIRT. So, you know, if you're listening and I, I this G key is so exciting. So, you know, you can go to their site and check it out, look at it. And there's an interview, isn't there, recently with... Um, uh, yes, with Alicia from Alicia, Yeah, it. it just finished up actually this week. Awesome. So go there, check it out, check out the G key. I want to keep you on the line, Victoria, because this beginning went very, very quick. So <laughs> I'm going to keep you on the line and we can talk about more of the G Spot simulators and things, awesome things that are out there when we return. So be sure to call in. I want to hear your stories from all the female ejaculators out there. the experts call toll free right now 1-866-472-5787 and ask our all-star team to answer your question that's 1-866-472-5787 thank you for calling voiceamerica.com valentine's day is jaya's favorite holiday so she's been stirring up the house making handmade gift packages I have to admit, it's a little intimidating having a sex expert as a partner. What do you get the expert for Valentine? If you're like me and you want that special something, you're going to love these handmade Red Hot Valentines that Jaya has created. Your lover will receive three Red Hot Touch DVDs, a hand-poured soy massage candle, one bottle of organic coconut oil, a handmade coupon booklet, and a Valentine inspiration booklet where Jaya shares some great ideas for great night in with your lover. These are limited edition packages, so don't procrastinate. Go to redhottouch.com and order today.
The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. The Sports Mavericks Show redefines the elite athlete by bridging the gap between parents, athletes, and the community. Host Ida Moyer, a.k.a. the Oprah of Sports, brings to the Voice America Network original programming, balancing the pursuit of academic excellence and sports participation. The Sports Mavericks Show airs every Tuesday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Listeners will be engaged in straightforward talk, spontaneous and unscripted by the experts. Ida and her guests will explore the challenges of success and failure in sports and will help athletes and their parents navigate the transition from high school, college, and then on to the pros. We put fun back into sports and recognize role models in sports through our Sports Mavericks All-Star Award program. Tune in Tuesday evenings at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with Ida Mouillet and the Sports Mavericks Show right here on the Voice. Voice America Sports Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned in to sex with jaya to ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 feeling shy send an email to jaya at missjaya.com that's j-a-i-y-a at missjaya.com now back to sex with jaya we're talking all about Squirting, ejaculating, coming for girls in a very awesome particular way and normalizing it so that we feel comfortable and not embarrassed about having these types of orgasms and the world knows that it is something real and the G-spot is something real that we experience and I'm talking with women who have a felt experience of it today. So we are with Victoria first here from EdenFantasies.com, and they are giving a discount, 25% off, for anyone who uses the coupon code SQUIRT. So, Victoria, um, other G-spot stimulators or toys that um, you recommend? Another new one that I was really impressed by because it's very, very powerful but very, very quiet is the Mona by Lalo. Um, this one is particularly good for G-spot stimulation, but you could also use it externally. It's just a very powerful, very powerful toy. Um, it's rechargeable. It's silicone and plastic, and it's got five different vibration patterns. It's just a very strong, really nice luxury toy. And then there I love are, that it's quiet. We have so many because... to choose from, so it's really difficult to suggest because we have an entire G-spot vibrators and G-spot dildos. Uh, section depending on what you're looking for but I'd also say the Wee Vibe is another good one to look at because that can be worn during intercourse so that really does help to give a little extra bump 
to the G spot. Mm-hmm. So those would be the I'd say the three G spot vibes I would suggest today if you really want some nice intense stimulation. Yeah, D Love likes that we vibe. That's a three one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he likes it for himself more than more than for me because he stole mine. Yeah. Well we're not talking about the P spot stimulation. Right, That's right. That's a whole other show. Not today, D-Love. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we also have on the line Evelyn, and I just have to say hello, Evelyn, my dear hello, friend. Hello, my darling. How are you? And you are a squirter ejaculator as well, right? I am. I'm a late-in-life ejaculator, as a matter of fact. We were talking about this because some women don't hit it till like, their 30s, but when did you hit it? I actually didn't hit it until I was well past menopause. Um, and when, when I started really becoming comfortable, because as you know, I'm a tantric practitioner and I teach it. And when I really became comfortable with what I call the breathing squeeze, where I'm breathing and squeezing constantly and moving energy, you know, sexual energy through my body at all times, what I discovered was that I was with my breathing and squeezing, stimulating my G spot all the time. And so when, when it came to either self-pleasuring or when I was with a partner, that it became almost uh, routine for me to ejaculate. And sometimes the ejaculation is very profuse for me and literally like the Bellagio, and sometimes <laughs> it's just like this wonderful babbling brook. And, uh, and it always originates in the area of the urethral sponge. So it just kind of sometimes seeps, and then sometimes it's really gushy, really gushes. Awesome. But I'm, uh, w- like I said, I'm well, well past, m- well past menopause, well past 50, um, heading over the 60 line, as you well know. So, uh, and it, there is, n- it's, it's all in being very, very comfortable in your orgasmic energy and being there at all times. And then the lovely kegling, the, you know, this, what I call the squeeze and breathe. Mm, awesome. So there you go. And so did you use mostly your hands or do you use any actually, um, pleasure Actually, object? mostly manual stimulation. I'm not much of a, for me anyway, I'm not much of a toy person. I'm very hands-on, very hands-on. I will uh, I will sometimes because it feels really good I might use the panabrator actually in the lower belly area which stimulates it from just above you know just right at the mons area just right in the mons area and that turn on I mean you can almost feel it when you massage that area with the you know with a, with just your fingers it stimulates the G spot from another direction Mm, awesome. So yeah, so I use the panabrator, but I don't have any. I don't know why. Maybe it's because they don't curve around enough for me. I, I I've tried numerous G spot toys, and it's just to me, it's the touch that that really really gets to gets to me. And I guess I'm built a little bit different, so that my hands and my fingers do work um, when I need them to. But 99 percent of the time, I have a juicy partner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so, another good yeah, question. But, but it's a, and it's a very very powerful. Um, I was listening to Victoria say it's really hard to describe how you how it feels um, because sometimes it's very very intense and other times it's very just like oh I just am floating off somewhere and it's sort of like I almost feel like a river, you know, just mm. meandering down. So it's very um, 
it's a very spiritual and very etheric experience. So, Victoria, you've also got on your list here of non-vibrating things. So we've been talking a lot about vibrating things, but the enjoy stuff, I, 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 I felt like I won the say, jackpot with enjoy. Eve, when you said it didn't curve enough, I'm like, I wonder if she's ever tried the pure wand. <laughs> that sucker, that's shaped like a C, and it's you know, yes, I know, totally but it's solid metal, and that's the, definitely yeah, going to give you I understand you some that, but one of the things it does for me is it does not pick up the energy of my own hand or of it's it's the, um, and I think it's just a personal preference. I'm I'm so into touch on touch because I'm a touchy feely kind of person that I can actually feel the energy from my hands. So mm. sometimes, sometimes a toy will get into my way, get in my way, and it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. So, but for learning experiences, like if I work with female clients, for instance, that are having, I mean, I love, um, I love some of the, and I can't even remember what they're called now, but I've got some of the old timey ones that are kind of my, my favorite. Um, awesome. And those sometimes. So this goes to show that all women are different. And absolutely, they're all toys, and some of us love being with a partner. So I have another woman on the line, Leah. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm fabulous. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm getting very turned on by this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, so I want to hear about your experience. Did you learn to ejaculate? Did it come naturally? Do you do it with a partner? Do you do it alone? Tell us your story. Um, the first time I ejaculated, I wasn't trying to. I'd never really even thought much about female ejaculation and how I wanted to do it. It just, one day I was by myself masturbating and it just suddenly happened and I was totally surprised and not expecting it and, but also very like pleasantly surprised. It was, uh, I was so, super excited when I realized what I had done, when I realized that I hadn't, at first I thought, am I peeing all over myself? Like, <laughs> what is this? But then I realized, wow, no, I just ejaculated. Wow. Um, and so were you using your hands or were you using a toy? I was using my hands, actually, and I wasn't stimulating my G-spot at all. Um, I was just stimulating my clitoris, but I was standing up. So I don't know if it might have been something to do with, like, just using my muscles and um, just gravity sort of kicked in. And when you had an orgasm, were you, like, pushing out at all? Or do you normally, like, sort of draw up when you have an orgasm? I think I normally push out. Mm. So that's one of the things I find, like, is the difference between women who sort of naturally or or if you learn eventually, like, I, when I had an orgasm, I always contracted my muscles up, and I had to learn how to push out in order to have a female ejaculation. So that's interesting. Right. If I ejaculate, I'm definitely pushing out when I'm orgasming. I don't ejaculate every orgasm, so some are different than others. But mm. if I'm ejaculating, it's definitely like I'm bearing down on my muscles. Wouldn't that be a trigger for fear for some women uh, pushing down instead of the upward contraction that that might they they might pee themselves or they might uh, you know they might poo or something else if if you're pushing out? I think some women it could. I think definitely it's a huge fear for women. And you know what do you what do you see in your practice? I I definitely have to, um, and I'm asking Evelyn this and. 
also, we only only have one minute, but also just there's just a lot of fear that I'm going to yeah, pee. I, and I think that fear goes away because when because the true ejaculatory for me the experience is very different than urinating. It's very different than that response because it comes from a a different place. It comes from deep. It comes from inside. It comes from like in the belly. Does that make sense? It's mm-hmm. it's down further, but it's deeper inside than where the urethra is. So I feel it differently. And so as a result of that, the more I relax and kind of like pu- squeeze in a push-out way, the more intense it becomes. Awesome. So I agree with Leah and with that. I when I have uh, when I have just regular plain old run-of-the-mill fabulous orgasms versus the ejaculatory one, I always relax and and squeeze outward instead of squeezing up, I squeeze out. Right, Leah? Awesome. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See? Great. So, and there's a difference, so, and it's so much fun because you can decide to do whatever you want. And sometimes mm-hmm. it can be clitorally uh, enhanced and sometimes vaginally enhanced. And sometimes right. so this is what I'm finding the, so interesting. The, the um, is, opening to Shakti's cave also. That's another area that really stimulates me to ejaculate. So what I'm finding interesting is that we all are different. And so oh, when we get back, yes. I want to yes, talk more. Um, I want to keep Evelyn and Leah on the line. And I want to talk more when we come back. Again, everybody can go to EdenFantasies.com, get 25% off by entering in Squirt. More Sex with Jaya when we return. Talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Valentine's Day is Gaia's favorite holiday, a day of love. So she has been stirring up the house making handmade gift packages. I have to admit, it's a little intimidating having a sex expert as a partner. What do you get the expert for Valentine? If you're like me and you want that special something, you are going to love these handmade red-hot Valentines that Jaya has created. Your lover will receive three red-hot touch DVDs, a hand-poured soy massage candle, one bottle of organic coconut oil, a handmade coupon booklet, and a Valentine inspiration booklet where Jaya shares some great ideas for a great night in with your lover. These are limited edition packages, so don't procrastinate. Go to RedHotTouch.com and order today. Are you 
ready to grow your business? Listen for the Independent Business Owner Show with your coach, Rick Corrado. This entertaining talk radio program will bring you the tools to help increase your business. You'll learn sales success, time management, lead generation, business development, life balance, and much more. Rick Corrado is here to help you take your business to the next level. Listen for the Independent Business Owner Show, heard live every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. The lines are lighting up with ejaculators. We are out there, and we are in full force. We're going to have to do this get more. <laughs> I know. This is so much fun. Are you having fun, do you love? I am. Make it messy. Get it all over me. <laughs> I do love us asking for it. I know he does. Uh, so, he Leah, I have a question for you. Um, do you ever ejaculate with your partner? Yes. And and what recommendations would you have for, like, men out there, um, things they can do uh, that might help? Um, that might help their partner ejaculate or... Uh-huh, or just, like, relax around it, like, if they're squeamish or anything like that. Yeah. Um, for me, I like to put a towel down, you know, maybe fold it double. That helps me relax because I, I you know, it can get messy and... It's a bummer when it all is said and done and you have to change the sheets and the mattress is wet. And so for me to be able to really relax, um, I like to have a few towels. And awesome. then I can, and then I'm just there and, uh, it's nice to have some finger G spot stimulation. Um, for me, I like it to be hard and, um, Generally start slow in and out, but uh, for me to ejaculate, I, I like a quicker friction against my G-spot. And, and you also uh, do clitoral, too, right? Yeah, I usually will, you know, use my own hand to stimulate my clitoris, and uh, that also helps. So what's interesting to me is that clitoral um, orgasm is innervated by different, like clitoral arousal is innervated by a different nerve than the G-spot. And so, Evelyn, you said something earlier that was really interesting, which is I need to relax. And oh, yeah. that, it, it, that it, part it, of the body is innervated by the pelvic and, nerve, and which has to do with relaxation. I don't necessarily have to have my G-spot stimulated. Um, I prefer to be on top. And what works for me is that, for instance, I found that the tip, that the, the, the very, very beautiful little indentation at the top of the crown of the cock, it's velvety and there's this little indentation right at the, right at the helmet. And if I can sit where I can have that gently stimulating my own G-spot as he's just laying there enjoying, so it's a very slow but firm kind of thrusting, and, and it's concentrating right on the inside, right on my urethral sponge area. That just makes it go, 
that just really makes it awesome. makes it flow. Yeah. So, so we have another then, woman on the line, um, Lindy. Hello, Lindy. Uh, hello, yeah. fellow ejaculators. Hi, Lindy. Hi. <laughs> I think I think some of these women know each other. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. Uh, so, so Lindy, um, I think you are one of the very first ejaculators I ever met. <laughs> oh, shucks! Wow. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> You too, Evelyn. Yeah. Um, did you say that as well, Evelyn? Yes, I did. <laughs> oh, I am honored. I am honored. So was, was ejaculation something that was natural for you, or was it something that you learned to do? Well, it wasn't natural. Um, it started for me in my 30s. Um, I, it was more of a psychological, spiritual experience um, where I was a little frustrated with the sensation my female body was feeling in my sexual um, interactions, and I felt like the males having a, a bigger time than I was having. And mm. so I had this internal process that if I were here in my female body, that I was going to do everything I could to get the most out of my sexual and sensual self and my body, you know, just like a man. I just thought, I didn't think it was really fair if I didn't, that I was, you know, I was equally made to feel as much as I can. So in that process, I made a vow to myself to take in the feelings of, of a male in my sexual interactions as well as every feeling I could take in as a female. And what, <laughs> what happened in that was... I felt a natural uh, ejaculatory response that felt more the um, the essence of a male ejaculating, you know, in orgasm, but mm-hmm. in my female body, um, and it's never stopped. Um, <laughs> and I don't have to go into that process of thinking, you know, or, or, or sort of I want to say imaging or fantasizing that masculine essence in me, um, it goes, it goes in and out with me and I still, I still ejaculate, uh, no matter what. So that, that was my process. And one of the things that was, is different from you and I, you know, cause I, I definitely, um, I have like little tiny ejaculates. You uh-huh. seem to have big ejaculations. <laughs> Yes, I do. I do. <laughs> and so I'm what drinking, do you think? I'm, drink, you to do I'm drinking Gatorade right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're the Olympian uh, ejaculator. And, I, you know, there's another difference there is a lot of women are ejaculating and they don't know that they're doing it because it's just little gushes as opposed to, like, what we normally see, you know, in porn movies are these big giant squirts. But right. we are ejaculating and don't even know it in some cases. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. So, um, Evelyn, I'm going to say goodbye because yeah. we have another caller here. I'm going to co- connect on Laura now. Okay. Y'all have fun. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. So we're going to connect in with Laura here, and we still have Lindy and Leah on the line. So, Leah, I want to go back to another question, which is how do you know that you're not peeing? Um, you know... For me, I can ejaculate and 
and I can be one of those Olympian ejaculators. I will gush rivers, and and then right after ejaculating, I can go sit on the toilet and pee, like an extreme amount of pee. So to me, I think it can't be urine because it's obviously coming from a different place. If I, after all the amount of liquid that I just released, there shouldn't be anything left over. Right. So do you think it's important to stay hydrated? Huh? Go ahead. Do you think it's important to stay hydrated? It's very important to stay hydrated. I've definitely noticed a difference um, when I ejaculate. When If I'm a little bit dehydrated, not as much fluid comes out. Interesting. So we have another woman on the line, Laura. Hello, Laura. Hi. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. This is the best conversation ever. Um, So I've been asking every woman, did you learn how to ejaculate or did it just come naturally? Well, actually, the first time it happened to me, it was a total accident. I didn't, I don't think I knew about female ejaculation the first time it happened to me. Um, And I was playing with uh, a massage toy as a vibrator and, um, just had a crazy orgasm and gushed all over, and I had no idea what happened. Um, And then, you know, a year or so later, I actually wanted to learn about it and teach myself how to do it. So I'm self-taught now. (laughs) (laughs) So both, both, yes and. And and another question I'm asking all all women, because there was just a report coming out that said that the G-spot was a myth. Um, How do you know that you have a G-spot? Well, um, it's very obvious that, um, you know, the place, obviously, I've done my research, I know about the anatomy, um, you know, just from a cognitive perspective, I know where it is and how it functions, and I've also done my own research and felt it and experienced it, and, um, you know, like I said, I've taught myself and I learned how to do it on my own, and I was able to actually, my partner found it um, recently, and, you know, we were able to um, do it together, and uh, there's no doubt in my mind it, it exists. I mean, it's <laughs> it's amazing. Was your partner at all squeamish about you ejaculating? What was that? Was your, was your partner at all squeamish about you ejaculating? Was no, he worried about that? No, he was really excited. I, I was a little bit um, nervous, and it was interesting because, you know, the times that I've done it on my own, it was a huge gush, and I was feeling a little bit shy about that, and it, it was a smaller amount than usual. I was almost holding back, I guess. Um, but he is, you know, really excited about it and, and thinks it's really hot. Awesome. Mhm. <laughs> awesome, awesome. <laughs> so, Lindy, um, do your partners ever get freaked out or anything by the amount of fluid that comes out of your body <laughs> when you when you have an orgasm? Um, it, it's rare that they're freaked out anymore, but they're usually quite um, amazed. I'd say um, I did have a partner once that I didn't tell about it, and it, it completely freaked them out. <laughs> And I, I learned from that to never um, keep it hidden that it was it was it was a big deal. And they, if they weren't exposed to Amrita, or you know, perhaps they they if they could 
think of it as urine as well. So I, I, I learned mm-hmm. to be sure that they know. But most mm-hmm. of them really, really like it. If, awesome. Yeah, they really, really like it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to head into a break, and when we come back, I've got more women on the line, so I want to definitely get talking to them. And I also have a question, an email question that just came in, and I want to see what our women think about that. When we come back, more Sex with Jaya. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Valentine's Day is Jaya's favorite holiday, so she's been stirring up the house making handmade gift packages. I have to admit, it's a little intimidating having an expert, a sex expert as a partner. What do you get the expert for Valentine's? If you're like me and you want that special something, you are going to love these handmade Red Hot Valentines that Jaya has created. Your lover will receive three Red Hot Touch DVDs, a hand-poured soy massage candle, one bottle of organic coconut oil, a handmade coupon booklet, and a Valentine inspiration booklet where Jaya shares some great ideas for a great night out with your lover. These are limited edition packages, so don't procrastinate. Go to redhottouch.com and order today. Career success. What does it mean to you? Voice America presents a radio program dedicated to help you achieve your career goal. Even in times of economic uncertainty, you can achieve your financial goals. Whether you're a college grad, new in the working environment, or a top level executive, you will benefit from the practical and proven advice on job search and career advancement. Join Ken and Cheryl Dawson every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, for total career success on Voice America. Wake up with a unique daily show covering the world of sports with a new perspective. Get off the bench with Mitchell John. We'll bring you the current sports news and events happening now, not later like the others. Your first look at sports will feature the news and views from professional, college, and high school sports. Tune in with Mitchell John for a can't-miss program every weekday. Catch Get Off the Bench with Mitchell John weekday mornings at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're 
tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. Hello, we have a question from an emailer, and she says, I'm 28, I've been trying to learn to ejaculate, but I've only ejaculated once in a small gush with toys. I've been reading about ejaculating, it sounds familiar. I can feel my G-spot swell with liquid, have the intense urge to bear down, but nothing comes out. When I urinate after sex, I can feel my muscles getting confused. For lack of a better word, I have to close my eyes and focus the muscles to be able to pee. What comes out is always a lot of liquid, but it doesn't look like urine. It's colorless, a little cloudy, and smells sweet. Does this sound familiar? Would you recommend I try to transition into pop- proper ejaculation? So to me, it sounds like that is ejaculation. Colorless, little cloudy, smells sweet. Sometimes it's clear. Um, so, And this happened to me before I learned how to ejaculate was that I would have to pee really bad right after sex, and I would go under the toilet and sort of bear down and have a whole bunch of liquid come out that was not pee. You, you, you really cannot pee while you're aroused. There's something that tweaks in the brain that keeps you from urinating while you're aroused. So scientifically, we cannot pee while we are highly aroused. So therefore, it is not urine. And I would totally recommend that this person learn how to really expel that fluid during sexual intercourse um, to just have that experience because it's awesome. So what would you recommend, Laura? Yeah, I would say the same thing. I mean, it, it sounds like she is ejaculating, and maybe there's just some letting go, some surrendering to it and going for it, you know? Awesome. So, Laura, thank you so much for joining us. I'm actually going to um, ha- bring somebody else on the line. Thank you for sharing your story so much, and I look forward to connecting with you more. Okay, thank you. All right, thank you. Bye. Okay, so I also have Chris on the line. Chris, hello. Hello. Did you learn how to ejaculate, or was it something that just came naturally to you? This question is actually a really great dovetail into my story. Um, and so let me share a little bit about my ejaculation story. I find I started ejaculating when I was young, around 18. However, there is a, an interesting mental construct for me about pressure to ejaculate. So I'm not sure about, and it does sound like the ejaculate of sweet and cloudy. That does sound like ejaculate fluid. But for me, I know if there's any sort of pressure to ejaculate within myself, then I mentally am not able to share within my body that energy. It's true because it's a different part of your nervous system. So you literally have to be completely relaxed and completely trusting and in your parasympathetic nervous system. Well, it's also the muscles. Our muscles squeezing the the Gulfenborg spot or the G spot, Mm. it shuts down our urethra so we can't urinate during sex. That's why she's having such a hard time peeing after sex because we're so aroused and the muscles are clamped down on her ureter. So when we are able to ejaculate, it does come, it comes when we are open to surrendering like your other guests shared. And it also comes when we're ready to. We can't 
force that ejaculate to come through, we can allow it and we can love ourselves no matter what ejaculation or non-ejaculation. It's all about being in the moment and being in pleasure with yourself and being pleasure with your partner. I, I love, love that care. advice because I find, you know, there's the opposite happening too where women are being pressured to ejaculate. Um, and I think that that is really, really great that no matter what the pleasure is, even if you're not ejaculating, if you're in high, awesome pleasure and you're enjoying yourself, awesome. <laughs> so I also yeah. want to speak with Dawn because we have Dawn on the line and get her story really quickly. Um, Dawn, hello. Hi. Hi. So my, my big question is, did you learn to ejaculate or was it something that came naturally for you? No, it's something that I actually went to. I, I went. I was actually at a workshop, and they actually helped us to understand, helped me to even know that I could even do it. And um, and then in one of the exercises, um, I I got that feeling like I was going to pee, and instead I just released and let go, and um, and was able to ejaculate. And that was my very first experience. It was pretty. Uh, then it was just awesome. After that, then I then every time I ever had that feeling. I just let it go, and, and it happens. So it was like a relaxation for you, a let go. Yeah, it's like a let go. But then, you know, like they were saying there, definitely I can't do it if I'm pressured to do it. Um, it has to just, it just comes. I never know when it's going to come, when it's not going to come. It's just, it just comes. And, I mean, I definitely can feel it when it's about to, and, uh, and it just floods everything. But um, I just have to just... You know, it just I, I can't force it. It can't be a thing that I have to decide when it's going to happen or when it's not going to happen. It just happens on its own. And does yours happen with G-spot stimulation or clitoral stimulation or both? Um, no, never in clitoral stimulation have I ever been able to ejaculate. But um, usually it's with the uh, G-spot or with the pain or in, or in really deep sex. Um, if I'm in some really, really deep sex, um, that happens a lot for me like that. But definitely so, with my finger, whenever I'm self-pleasuring or whenever I have somebody else that's, that's being with my G-spot, um, I definitely can ejaculate like that. But the most pleasurable and the most, uh, the longest of ejaculation for me is in deep, some really deep sex. Interesting. And Chris, is that the same for you? Do you uh, usually have G-spot stimulation, clitoral stimulation, or uh, this is the first time I've ever had deep sex? That's awesome, Don. <laughs> um, for me, it's very specific. It's G-spot uh, stimulation with clitoral stimulation simultaneously. So mm. that mm. is really, I need to be um, very in tune with those, both of those to ejaculate if I do. So it sounds like to me some really good advice is that all women are different, and it's about really finding um, what pleasures us and being able to communicate that with a partner and, and finding it in ourselves. Did you find self-pleasure helped you when you worked with a partner, both of you? That question is to whoever wants to jump in. Chris, go ahead first. I started with self-pleasure, and that's how I it just it, I just ejaculated spontaneously. Spontaneous? Uh, that word. Yes. Spontaneously? <laughs> um, in a bathtub, self-pleasuring. So I was in a good spot. And then having to show and guide partners has been an interesting exploration as well. Mm. And, for, and for you, Don? I felt it was definitely self-pleasuring in the beginning. That, um, that and, and that's the only way I ever thought for a long time that I could, uh, that I could ejaculate. And then uh, having sex one time with a partner... All of a sudden, I could feel that it was coming, and 
and it just, you know, flooded and flooded and flooded. I mean, I can, I can ejaculate much more and for longer whenever I'm having sex than I can whenever I'm self-pleasuring. Interesting. Now, I have no idea why, and I also have no idea why whenever I can, you know, so much fluid comes out at times and it just keeps on gushing and gushing and gushing and then other times it'll just be a little bit. A little trickle, um, And yeah. so I don't have any idea why that is. I don't know. I bet it has something to do with our arousal levels because I have the same thing. I have like little trickles and then sometimes I get big gushes and it seems like if I ejaculate a little trickle, then the next one's bigger and the next, like during the same sexual encounter, the the more I can let go, the bigger the gushes get. And I, it's interesting because I learned how to ejaculate with a partner and then it really was hard for me to ejaculate on my own. So I, I had the bathtub oh, experience wow. as well. Oh. All right. Well, we have come to the close of our show. It came so fast. Thank you, D-Love, for being on the line and handling all this girl talk. I'm all And we'll be back with more Sex with Jaya next week. Thank you for tuning in. I surely have enjoyed Sex with Jaya. All right. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I've enjoyed Sex with Jaya, too. Have you? You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Don't forget to visit adamandeve.com with coupon code Jaya for 50% off. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Eden Fantasies. Rediscover sex and visit www.edenfantasies.com.